Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids, and this is episode 11, when we're talking about Pokemon Stadium for the N64. I'm going to be joined by my friend CPC, the Christian Pokemon champion, and we're going to have a good old natter about this one. This was actually meant to be episode 10, but when I did the pre-recording for episode, well, for the Conquers episode, I accidentally said episode 10, and I couldn't be bothered re-recording it. I thought, I'm done it. So fine, this is going to go a week. Joe really should have been, but you know, well, look, this is what you get with me. It's not exactly professional. It's just me dicking around. So this is what we're going to get. Now, for those who are new, or especially those who are new, what I usually do is a two-part show. Part it's going to be the news, and the second half is going to be the game we're talking about. However, unfortunately, I'm still on holiday. Um, we're back next week, and it'll be normal service will resume. So we're just going to literally have the interview today with Christian. Now, Pokemon Stadium, I should say before I get into the plug-in, got to do that, I'm afraid. Pokemon Stadium was huge for me. It was huge for me and a number of friends who were into Pokemon at the time. To actually have our Pokemon for the first time and see them in 3D rather than seeing them on a Game Boy screen was incredible. Do I think this game holds up? Mm, well, I'll get into that. I still wish they would have this more often. I do wish another Pokemon Stadium would come out of some nature where Game Freak could listen to me. I know they listen to this show. Nintendo and Game Freak, you know, listen comically listen. They, they take my ideas. They constantly message me and say, oh, can we, can we you know, niggle your ear for some ideas? That's how popular I am in my dreams. But before we get into that, I just need to do the usual plug. If you want to help support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. You can go on YouTube, and if you go on the Honest Pokemon Trainer, you can subscribe there and help me get to 10,000. That's the goal for the year. If you want to, wherever you listen to this podcast, give it a like, give it a comment. If you can give it a five-star review, that'd be absolutely fantastic, and it helps get it noticed more people. If you've got somebody who thinks into gaming, share it with them. Share it with your cat, your dog, your budgie, whatever sort of animal you've got. They may be into retro gaming. And finally, you can support the show on Patreon, and for $1.50 Australia, $1 US, and 75p UK, you get access to one-on-one conversations with me, you get access to a Discord where we can try and build our own little community, you can take part in Patreon polls, so you can decide about what games we're going to talk about next. You can get the ability to write into the show each week, and we can do letters on the show, and you can also give your comments about the game that we're going to talk about each week. But that's enough about that, let's get into what we're talking about. So I'm going to put some music on. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about Pokemon Stadium that came out for the N64 back in Europe in April the 7th, 2000. Fuck me, I'm old. So I'm here with eight. Well, I'm here with C. Hang on, that was shit. Um, well, I mean, is it any different from your usual intros? No, not really. I was going to repeat that, but fuck it. No, we'll leave it as this. So I'm here with CPC, a.k.a. the Christian Pokemon Champion. How are you, my what, friend? What's up, man? I'm doing great. I'm just glad to be back here with my uh, my friend over here. Oh, I appreciate Aww. being my friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Word vomit. Now, um, CPC had previously been on my last podcast, um, the Pokeball. So he's come and decided he wants to come and do Pokemon Stadium. That was his game mm. of choice. And I assume you had this as a kid. Dude, I mean, I feel kind of old. I was like, okay, I, I, I'll say it. I was born in 1995. And so I was barely functional by the time C, uh, uh, the 64, the the, the system was still out i i quickly outgrew that but you know i remember very very vividly this game i hate that you've just said oh i'm old fuck off 
Fuck off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was born in 95. I was born in 86. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're older than my sister, man. Oh, stop. That makes me feel fantastic. <laughs> Dude, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. So I had this and I got this day one. Well, I think I did. And I played the shit out of it. I, oh, mm-hmm. it was incredible for me to play this. How old are you? Me? Well, I'm 35 now, but mm-hmm. when it, I can't even remember when it came out. I would have said when it came out on before this, but I literally got a day dot. And I think it was the fact that I got to play with my Pokemon, like in 3G. It was like, holy shit, this is incredible. <laughs> Did you sound like that too? Well, no, I don't know if my balls had dropped by that point. <laughs> they may have, because we were we were quite developed, us, mm. my family, when it came to that. We just kind of, puberty was like, oh, it hit us when we were like six. So it probably was. It's probably had a full beard and everything. Dude, you were lucky. I mean, I, I was born with nothing but estrogen in my family. <laughs> I'm the only male. Really? Pretty much. Oh, me, there's this freaking all this is boys. Like I've got a girl, so I don't know what book mm. that trend, but literally it's just boys, 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 and loads of brothers. And they'll be on this show one day. Like, we've got so many. My dad just like, oh, for fuck's sake, can one of you be a girl? Can one of you just just be a girl? By the way, the game uh, Pokemon Stadium came out in 1998. Oh Jesus, yeah. So I was 12. Oh, God. did you buy yeah. it when it came out? Or yes, your parents. Hundred uh, percent, I did. One hundred percent, I got this. I think because I'd seen all the magazines, the ma- magazines. By the way, not the fucking internet magazines. Mm. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, yeah. It just looked. It, Pokemon. It was just looked looked incredible to see the the Pokemon. You know, actually, you know, in real life, because all we saw when it came to real life Pokemon essentially was the anime. That's all we ever got previously. Yeah. And to now see them in 3D, and especially when you had the pack, the ex- what was it called? The expansion pack. What was it called? I used to go oh. in the back of your N64, your controller. I can't remember oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forgot what it's called. Um, it might have just been the extension pack, but I know what you're talking about. Because that essentially was the only thing it was used for was for putting your old games. If you had red, blue, and yellow, you could put that in and bang, you can upload your you could upload your beauties onto the game and actually play it. Which, oh, yeah. which is unbelievable. Did you actually because you said in Europe you're younger when it came out, did you get the chance to do that? You know, I I, I you know uh, I'm a very sheltered kid. So I feel like I didn't even know that was much of an option. So really I, 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 I probably just played my games on the regular Game Boy game console, console but um, I, I don't know how long it took me to figure that out. I guess I just I was okay with just the, the small screen for myself. I don't know. I guess I'm a very simple kind of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need like a 64-inch or whatever it's called nowadays. Oh, God, yeah. You need play my Pokemans. You, you, oh, God, back in those days, yeah. The idea of a 64-inch TV would have blown your mind. What the fuck? Mm. Um, I think for me, because like... You could you Pokemon Stadium on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Without the expansion pack, was quite. It, it didn't have the same oomph because you could use rental Pokemon, but the rental Pokemon they gave you were shit. Yeah, were pretty just much. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And I was going through this yeah last night doing some research, and because you could pick in some of the cups any of the hundred no. Without the legendaries, you can pick the majority of Pokemon. But if you wanted to pick a 
uh, Charizard. You're not mm. going to get on with Fire Blast. No. no, no, no. That's for Charmeleon. Charmeleon gets the better moves. But it's like, well, why not give the Charizard the good moves? Don't restrict well, I mean, I, You know, I understand where they're going with that, you know, trying to balance out. Like, at least you have some kind of incentive to have like a Charmander rather than a Charizard. I don't know what the calculations would turn out if you use whichever one. Like, I'm not quite sure what the optimal Pokemon is of the rentals. But I can see where they're going. I could, yeah, I could see where they were going. But at the same time, when because when you play the game, there were diff, mm-hmm. there were there were different cups. There were there was four cups. There was the and we'll go into <laughs> each of them. But when oh, you, you said cup, I thought you meant cop. What? What? I thought, wait, what? Cock? No, cop. <laughs> <laughs> no cup is in trophy. <laughs> There's a connection problem here. <laughs> All right, go on, go on. I'm sorry, go on. I didn't this has to... turned into um, a certain um, thing rhyme with hub. <laughs> oh, is this OnlyFans? What did you put me on? <laughs> oh, could you imagine that? If I... Oh, no, no, God. No, no, no. Um, no so you could have, the, they had the, the cups. We'll call them trophies for the sake of this. You had the different trophies. And then there was the prime... Prime Cup was one of them. I can't remember what the, the mm-hmm. one of the ones were called. But you were facing at some point like full level Pokemon, as in fully evolved Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And they've got the best moves. So you could be mm-hmm. facing like an Alakazam with Psychic. And it's like, why can't my Alakazam have Psychic? This is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But when you I used your that. own game, it was great. I always hated that whenever you got further into the of those cups, <clears throat> They, 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 they went a little too significantly higher level than yourself. Like I understand, I get, I get trying to make it harder as you go on and so forth. And there are ways to make the cup harder with each round without going a little too over leveled. But when you're, when I have only a level 15 Geodude against your level 23 Gyarados, I'm not having a fun time. No, I think because the, the game basically said, I think the cups were weird because you could have like a level fifth, you could have like two level 20s and mm. level 15s, but the rental Pokemon were always level 15. Yeah, and yeah. Stat wise, you know, it might not seem a big thing, a level 15 Pokemon to a level 20 Pokemon, but that is, that's ridiculous in Pokemon <laughs> terms. That's like a level 100 Pokemon going against a level 75 Pokemon. <laughs> that's how big the gap is in you know but obviously the developers didn't see it like that but one of the Mm. cool cups they had was the um the pika cup which i thought was incredible and that was like you can only use unevolved pokemon Mm -hmm. and i love that idea i don't know why we don't see more of that so basically you had an excuse to have like squirtle charmander bulbasaur it Mm. was great oh yeah oh yeah and then Abra became like one of the top tier of that era uh, it, of that of that cup. It did. Abra was a beast, yeah, because Alakazam back in the day was broken, and then you had Abra. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing! But they should, and that's why I wish they could do this more often. But that was mm-hmm. that was some of it. But then you could also go face the the was it the gym castle, and you could basically just fight the gym leaders. Well, you could, you had to beat the gym leader's minions and then fight the gym leader and then fight the elite four and then fight Mewtwo. If you can remember all that. <laughs> when you spit it off like that, oh, I had to process all. Uh, yeah, didn't you have, didn't, when you were fighting the gyms, didn't you have to fight 
all of the gym leaders or not all the gym, all the trainers uh, with the health you were given all the way till Brock or for instance, Brock, or am no, I mistaken? I'm trying to, it's been a while since I played this. It wasn't like a survival mode. No, it was. No, no. Okay. You basically had to think it was like three. I can't remember how many, how many minions you had to fight yeah. before the gym leader. But there was a good chunk of battles. I think it was like f- three. I think it was three. Then you faced the gym yeah. leader. Mm-hmm. But then, because um, when you beat the Elite Four, and that was what was called, and the champion, Blue. Uh, I think they just called him the champion. It's like, no, his freaking name's Blue. Call him Blue. Give him his right <laughs> name. And um, once you do all that, then you fight Mewtwo in the sky. And oh, oh, how cool is that? And it's a six-on-one battle against Mewtwo. Okay, I got to say two things. I just got to, you know, interrupt. His name is Gary. Come on, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> Separate people. Gary is Gary. <laughs> blue is blue. They also that's like calling red ash. Come on. Come <laughs> they're on. the same. They're the same thing. It's it's like, no. you know, you're the same thing as breath. Okay. You just two are the same. <laughs> Do not compare me to the breath. <laughs> I'll message him and, about that. But <laughs> what, what, uh, and, what no, go on, go on. But what was cool, I don't know if you noticed, so, you know, back in the day, you played Red and Blue, right? We all played it. And the whole idea Nintendo did, those grabbing bastards, was like, you can only have so many Pokemon, you know, if you want one star, what the other starters you had to trade. If you wanted, like, a Kabutops, an Omnistar, or Omnunite, you can only have one. But, and it's like, that was the idea, you've got to go out and trade, but the idea of that was like, well, hang on, I need to get a Charmander. But who's going to give you a Charmander from their game? Because there's only one and you can't breed. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this game, in Pokemon Stadium, if you beat the Elite Four, you got given one of those Pokemon. So Squirtle, Charmander, um, Bulbasaur, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, et cetera, et cetera. They just gave you one and you could put that in your game, which I thought was amazing. Bro, I got to tell you the truth, okay? I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out of this closet right now. I'm a noob. I never even got to that point of the game. Oh, my God. It was amazing. You you missed out. Like You, you could Dude, literally... Like, it sounds like it. The fact back in the... Okay, it's not... For anyone who's like new, playing Pokemon now and never played these games, the idea that you got given a Charmander is like... Well, it doesn't sound that you know good, but back in those days, mm-hmm. it was amazing because the only way you were going to get some of those Pokemon was to play the whole game again and to be given one for free. It was like, holy shit! It was I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to go back to that game now, just so I can give myself an extra, uh, I don't know, Venusaur or something like that. You know? <laughs> well, the thing is, like the game, you look at that game graphically. It, I think it still holds up. I think it looks okay. Like you know, it's it has a st- a tinge of authentic authenticity. It, it, you know, I can. It's definitely very. It's it, it's very nostalgic. It's very good. Um, yeah. And I was actually looking at, and, and I'm telling you this the truth. I was looking at the scarlet and the um, violet uh, uh, display. You know, when they're showing the graphics and everything like that. Yeah. And the first thing I thought when I when they showed that Magnemite, is this Pokemon Stadium? Oh. Bet you got a bit excited. I would I would have got a bit hard and horny and like, oh, Pokemon <laughs> I freaking love if they made a new stadium. I I I really They should. They they should. And the thing that the problem is is that so you you can people could argue, oh well, 
why I have Pokemon Stadium because the battles are similar like that. But I think if you don't know Pokemon Stadium, you had a commentator who was like, that's super effective. I was like, yeah, that was amazing to have a commentator. It's at a standstill. Yeah, I used to love that shit. But (laughs) even if, because that's one thing I'd love to see if they just focused on the battles. So, because once you complete your game, this is the same for any Pokemon game. There isn't much to do. And, you know, you can beat the Elite Four several times. Mm. Most things, and this is the old generations, they had like the battle towers, which were good. And the battle Maisons or stuff like that. But the new generations, I think Sword and Shield had the battle tower, which is shit. They had the battle oh, tree yeah. in Sun and Moon, which is shit. Because the like, shoe fits. The, the, I was like, just make. Like, wouldn't it be good if they had DLC? And I'd pay for this. They had like a, basically a DLC, a Pokemon Stadium-esque, where all you had to do was just battle like Pokemon Stadium. And I'd lose my shit if it was like that. It's good stuff, man. I don't know how would you would you pay for money if it was like that? No, well, honestly, I just want them to make a Gen Eight version, man. I don't know why they stopped at Gen Two. They should have just kept going. I mean, they even had a story for Gen Two one. Well, they they did Gen Two Pokemon Stadium Two, which one day will be covered. Then they did have what was they had one for Gen Three on the yeah yeah. No, what it was it was different. Pokemon was it Pokemon Coliseum? Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. You know, yeah. I, I never really got that one. It was, it was, it was, it was different, um, and that tried to have a bit, of, a bit of an actual story, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't Pokemon Stadium, and there was one, and there was Battle Revolution for the, um, for the Wii, I think as well. But I never, never played that. But it was, it just didn't have the same. They didn't have the same charm as one and two because one and two were solely. There's no story. It's literally we are just here for the battles. That's all this is. And the mini games, but the mini games I, fucking joke. I gotta say, this is the amount of how mundane these Pokemon games can be just as entertaining as everything. Well, yeah, they can they can be mundane, they can be entertaining, but my worry with playing Pokemon games, especially with red and blue, once you beat the Elite Four, you were done. Apart from yeah. battling with your friends, you were absolutely done. There was nothing else to do, you know. So the idea that you had Pokemon Stadium was like, okay, great. I can now take my Pokemon that I've grown, I've raised, mm. and I can now play them on this TV. And I used to play with all my best mates, Tom, and he will be listening. Me and him played the fuck out of Pokemon Stadium. We Because we just battled each other nonstop. And then when Stadium 2 came out, we battled the shit against each other on that as well. But Jesus... It was just something else back as a kid when I don't, you know, kids now have like the, the switch, which is completely, you know, it's with you. It's there. They had no idea of the struggles we had to go through back in the day. What were the kind of the struggles that uh, bothered you the most? Well, so back in the day, right. Okay. One of the things that made me used to make me laugh was that um, the Pokedex. So this is red and blue era. You had to actually catch the Pokemon rather than mm. see it, which was what it is now. And if you wanted to complete your Pokedex, it was a, it was a mission back then to really do it. But what I used to do, which I oh, I couldn't believe I actually did this, or had the time to do it, as you progress through Pokemon Stadium, you could unlock its own Game Boy player, and you could speed it up to do Duo mode or Dodrio mode, so you could play Pokemon on three times the speed. Dude, so, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And although I could play a thousand percent now, but back then three times the speed was like, holy shit, this is the best. And I went and caught every single Pokemon. Now I'm not saying I just caught a Bulbasaur. I caught, I had in my Pokedot, sorry, my Pokemon PC, I had a Bulbasaur, an Ivasaur, a Venusaur. I had every single one, right? Mm-hmm. Which was a mission. So you're trying to catch, you, you had to have a Dratini, then I had to have a Dragonair, then I had to have a Dragonite. And what you could do is you could take them all from the from red and blue and you could put them all onto the N64 cartridge. So I used to take my friends' um, games and said, do you want to complete your Pokedex? Give me a game and I'll do it overnight. And I'd literally transfer every single Pokemon from the N64, put them onto their cartridge, save it, and then take them all back. It's like, there you go, Pokedex done. Nice. I was like, I should have paid for that service when I was a kid, but yeah, I wasn't really the entrepreneur that I am now. I wasn't really no. thinking. Did you ever play the mini games? Did you ever get to play them? Okay, so the amount of time that you spend battling with your friend is about probably as much time as I spend playing those mini games. Oh, the mini games. Like, <laughs> it, it, there are better mini games on the system because we got this is a system that had Mario Party, but at the same time, it was still fun to do. Which was your favorite mini game to do? The first thing that comes to mind is always the, ma- uh, the Magikarp bounce. Uh, oh, I, how f- how fucking harsh? Like, okay, at the time, I didn't really think of it. How fucking harsh is that? It's a fish. It was great. Of- I know it, yeah, it's fun, but it's like, it's a fish out of water. It's basically, we're celebrating it dying. It's like, you oh, big fucks. That's what you mean by harsh. Yeah, it was <laughs> give like- Give these magic carps some water. It, it's going to die. It's like, nah, fuck it. Let's just give this fish- <laughs> We need to pound it so it can turn to a Gyarados. Well, yeah, we, we all love Gyarados, but fucking poor Magikarp. But so that game, the mini got the Magikarp one, you had to basically jump off the floor and hit like a, mm. a box. But it was all about you have to time it. So when as soon as it hits the ground, you press A to get that perfect jump. And oh fuck me, that was that was good fun. I have to go. I think my favorite one was the Lickitung one. Oh, that one, that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is you got to memorize uh, the the um, uh, what the items that you have to eat. So in this one, you got to go around as Lickitung, use your tongue and eat whatever it is that's around in sight. And some items are a little more pricey than others. And then you want the highest price possible. And it's always so confusing when you're playing that one because it's like you can have the most amount of dishes because the dishes tell you how many items you've eaten. And you still lose because it's not based on how many dishes you eat; it's how much money each item was cost. Yeah, and which is which is clever. Did you have any uh, uh, of uh, one of these uh, mini games that you had a tough time playing? Um, I think it probably was. Good. Oh no, it, I remember the help, the fucking Clefairy one. Oh, okay. Fuck that Clefairy one. I I, I, I love that one. I, I must have loved it as a kid. I remember I loved it as a kid. But, okay, I'm not going to lie. I was I was researching this on The Crown yesterday. And mm-hmm. I was like, how the fuck did I ever do this? And <laughs> for those who don't know, the Clefairy minigame was essentially, it was four Clefairies and, and a teacher Clefairy. And the teacher would go, remember this um, combination? It was like up, down, left, right. And it, it was like, okay, this is okay to begin with. But it got to like 12. I was like, how the no, no, it's the, f- the bare minimum of a mini game, the just bare bones, but it, it gets you. 
Yeah, they were. They were the bare bones. And it's it's a bit it's interesting why they were even on the cartridge. Like why why were they there? Was it that Pokemon well Game Freak were gonna release their own Mario Party, but then thought, fuck it, these are shit. We'll just put, put them on inside. Pokemon Pokemon Stadium. That's what makes me think happened. Why was it even Clefairy? It doesn't even make any sense to me. What what was Clefairy? No, no, no. Why was it Clefairy? Why was Clefairy the Pokemon for that minigame? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it could have been anyone. Like, it could have been absolutely... Actually, no, no, no. I'll tell you, no, there was a better game. There was a better game, and I mm-hmm. remember it now. It was the um, the Ekans Toss. Oh, I hated that one. I could never, I... like, aim right and thrust and... <laughs> My thrust was terrible. My thrust was terrible. I loved the Ekans one. And you had to throw like the Ekans was like in a hoop and you had to throw it on Diglets. I thought that was great. Did you win that one a lot? I can't remember. I'm sure when Tom will message me afterwards and go, no, fuck you with shit. I won. He'll just say I won. Mm -hmm. I know he used to play with my little brother as well. um, Because I I think I could play Pokemon with my little brother, Phil. And... We used to play all of the. We used to play the game so much, and that's what I like about Pokemon. It just hooks you in. I was like, "You bastards! You've got us freaking hooked, haven't you?" <laughs> Hook. Like the amount of money, oh, my poor mother Splinter has probably spent to get me this far, and it's like, "You bastards, Nintendo! You know what you were doing." You know that picture of uh, Patrick with like a thousand hooks in his mouth, and he's just fine. We we were all like that. It's oh, we were all like that. Like when you think about like the whole idea, how they did it. You had to buy red and blue or yellow. You had to buy separate ones. So you got, you know, you can get every Pokemon. You had to have two consoles. So we had to have two consoles. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then to have the N64, you needed two expansion packs. And they only came with one. It only, the game only came with one. I don't know if you could actually buy the the expansion pack separately. So you had to buy another game. Although we didn't buy another game. I'll clarify this. We did not buy two Pokemon stadiums. (laughs) My mate had one, so we could we could borrow it. But it's like you bastards, and it's a, no wonder that it's the top media franchise in the world. And the thing is, the parents just—they know the game, they know what's happening. They're not, you know, the, the parents are smart enough to realize this is this is messed up. And the kids are like, I don't care, just give me both yellow, blue, red, purple, give it all to me. Yeah, give it all. It's like crack because I think I mean when we and I would, I would have brought this up. When I bought Pokemon Blue, we was like, oh, my mom very quickly had to go get Pokemon Red because both me and my brother were like, oh, we don't want to share this game. And it had one file. Oh, I would have ranted about this. That's why I had to do it. No, I'm not going into that rant again. Even though I've not recorded the Pokemon Blue episode, I'll make this very clear. I know I would have ranted about that. So I'm going to save my breath. Mm-hmm. Because okay, hold in, hold it in. Because future, future Dan doesn't want to rant about something he knows he's already ranted about in the future. But then you're listening to it in the past. That's very that'll mess your head up, won't it? That'll mess people's like, what the fuck? That little that meme with the maths going around. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck's going on? But bro, yeah. I'm just I'm just here for the ride. I don't, you can say what you want to <laughs> say. I just love your voice. Do you actually? Here's one for you that you might not know this. Do you know Pokemon Stadium had what's been dubbed the hardest battle ever in the franchise of Pokemon? Really? Is yeah. it the Mewtwo? It's not the Mewtwo. It is okay, not, okay. It's not the Mewtwo. It is in, I don't think it's the Pika Cup. It's the one up from that. And it is, it's not if you have your own team. It's only if you use rental. And it's actually a fisherman or fisher. 
which is surprising. A wait, wait. So a fisherman is the official hardest Pokemon trainer. Like Red, get him out of here. Nope. Cynthia, get your butt out of here. We got a fisherman as number one. We've got a fisherman. And the reason why, so this went back to what we said earlier about how the levels can be different. So um, when you have rental Pokemon, they're all level 15. In his team, he has a level 15. So he has level 20 Alakazam and he has level 20 Dragonair. Now, now I've, I've looked at this from YouTube, but to say how powerful that is, if you whipped out even a Chansey, which is high special, high special in this game, the Alakazam will two-shot it. Dead. It's gone. If he picked That's Alakazam, crazy. you lost. It was over. There was nothing you could do. Okay? And even if you sent a Lapras in against the Dragonair, the Ice Beam would only do 40%, which is ridiculous. Right? And it was. it's just basically you've got a pure luck to win the match. Pure luck. They had one of the best Pokemon players called Worcester, and he only managed to do it twice out of 50 attempts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I it's used like, a Worcester for one of my runs. Oh, that sucks, man. Like, if you had your own team, you'd steamroll it. You'd absolutely steamroll it if you had your oh, yeah. own Mon. Especially with level 20. Well, yeah, exactly. But even if I think even at level 15, you could do it because you could probably, you know, you could pick your own Lapras and put Blizzard on it instead. And you right, could yeah, get better the team moves. up how you want. But rental Pokemon are shit. They've, they're probably not... They've not got the right stats. They've not got the right moves. So you're at the mercy of the game. So for a fisherman to basically be the greatest Pokemon trainer of all time is ridiculous. Does he even have a name or is this the Fisher. almighty God? He's named Fisher. Just Fisher. <laughs> Just okay. Fisher. Fisher. I will remember you as always as Fisher. Yeah. And I, I was, when I remember I saw this and I was like, you are joking. A fisherman is the hardest but then yeah you look at it and it's all down to that mechanic of level 20 level 15 which is just weird i was like why this is just silly but i did like the fact like the game you know it posed challenges like that like i never use rental pokemon i never did because i had my own and i didn't like rental pokemon they were boring as i said earlier they were just shit moves shit everything but being able to bring my starmy my executor my oh, Blastoise, my Raichu, oh, and eventually my Mewtwo. It was just a dream, an absolute dream for me to see them in real life. Hello? That's a great pause there. <laughs> that, was, that, was a great, that was like, has he vanished? Oh, no, I'm still here. You're, You're just, just, living, just living my dreams. I, yeah, you I, know, I, I was just pausing, enjoying, I was basking in your nostalgia liquid <laughs> that is a spooky ghost it's a <laughs> sectoplasm stay away and oh. <laughs> look this is this if you want quality podcasting if you're listening to this show you ain't getting it i'll make that very clear no. if you no. want good podcasting go elsewhere this is just an english slash australian being a dickhead with people around the world <laughs> if he's willing to get as low as getting someone like me to be on his podcast Oh no! Sure, that's that's not fair. Don't put yourself down, my friend. Look, my cousins are coming on this. My brothers are coming on this podcast at one point, and they're just going to get abused. That's all they're going to get abused. Hey, one of my first guests, he he wanted to do PC games, so I called him a PC master race wanker as soon as he came on the show. Wow, that's a great intro. Yeah, and that was his first uh, podcast. I was like, "Welcome to podcasting." 
I, I think with this game, I think it was, would it, would it hold up now if you released it? Because I know that the N64 is on the Switch and they're releasing new titles all the time. I don't think people would play Pokemon Stadium if they were to release this now, just because you'd have to use rental Pokemon and it wouldn't be as fun. You know, honestly, I would actually counter with that with saying that actually, I think the Pokemon community would enjoy something this simplistic. Do you reckon? I would, yeah. Like, well, nowadays we're having things like, you know, Breath of the Wild, you know, the little Pokemon Breath of the Wild, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people like me, and um, I'm very basic. I'm very, very bland. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind having them just basically, and I'm not joking, just remake this one game remake Pokemon Stadium in 1080p, 60 FPS on the uh, Switch, I'd buy that. Do you know what? I, I, if, if it was done to that level, I probably would. But do you know what would be interesting they could do? And they could easily do it if they were to, because they did it for the 3DS, if they put Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the Switch store so you could play the original games on your Switch and then you could transfer the Pokemon from there onto Pokemon Stadium. They both released them on the same day, right? Right. People would definitely play it then, 100%. I would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I don't know I, how they would be able to transfer it. I'm not quite sure how that would work, but... Oh, look, if they could get... If they could get what... You know, if they've been able to transfer Pokemon from Generation 3 all the way to Generation 8, they will <laughs> figure a way out. No, you could easily do it. Pokemon Bank. Okay, okay. And if you could try, if they, if you, because you can do it, you could do it on the 3DS when you had red, blue, and yellow when they brought that out. You could transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Bank um, from those games to there. So now, if you want to ever, you know, play all red and blue and not have them stuck on a cartridge, you can do so. So easily they could put it to Pokemon Bank and then Pokemon Stadium can work with Pokemon Bank easily. Bro, I just got to say, I'm going to say uh, a very positive thing about you. Oh, go on. I am just, <laughs> I'm admiring your just addiction, your IQ, your, your 2000 IQ brain, Pokemon brain. And I'm over here thinking, you know, I barely even know anything. Half the things you're saying, I have no idea. <laughs> you should barely, I shouldn't even call it Christian Pokemon champion. Just call me uh, uh, Christian champion, CC. Christian champion. That's, you will be the CC. No, I'm, <laughs> Honestly, Pokemon is a huge part of my life. And and that's why I have to be very careful when I do this because all I could do is flood this gate, these retro shows with Pokemon. I'm like, oh, like I've actually already got Pokemon Emerald recorded, but I'm like, no, no, no. We will do that weeks down the track. There's a spoiler for you, everybody. Pokemon oh, Emerald is, is done, but that is not coming for a long time. I'm not blowing my load of Pokemon straight away. Bro, that's what, you're making your audience wait a long time for something as special as Emerald? Well, so, okay, we're going off topic, but this is fine. This is this show. I, I don't want to just basically go Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Gold and Silver, Pokemon Emerald, because that's all the Pokemon stuff. It's the same way as, for those who don't know, when earlier on when I did the Donkey Kong episode, John, who was the guest there, he wanted to do two and three. And I was like, we can do two and three, but I'm not going to show them for, eight or for straight away because, well, there's all your Donkey Kong gone. And you, you've got no more Donkey Kong. So we'll, you do that in the future. And then he, after some arguments, he agreed. Good lad. Because um, otherwise, we've got no Donkey Kong for the future episodes. Mm. 
Like, I want this to be like... spread out your content. Exactly. I want this to be like a 200... I want to still be doing this in four years' time. Although whether I can do a weekly podcast and, you know, we'll see. We'll see how much I can go, really. It's a lot right there. It's a lot, right? We'll see what happens. But for me... I believe in you. Pokemon is is so big and, you know, I get excited seeing Pokemon battle. Like, the other day, and I would have mentioned this a few weeks ago, I pulled... Uh, a Charizard card and it looked beautiful. It was Charizard fighting nice. Venusaur. And I was oh. like, holy shit, that's about 300 Australian dollars off the bat. So basically 500 US dollars. Um, no, less, less. <laughs> oh, okay. That would, that would, in, that would in mean our currency stronger than yours. Your currency is stronger than ours. Uh, you know, mm, man, I look bad now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Dang look it. I love economics. Uh, so yeah, your currency is stronger than it. it's about two hundred. It's about two hundred dollars, hundred seventy two hundred mm-hmm. in in American. But I was like, holy shit! And that's why like, I look back and seeing you know Venusaur fight Blastoise on the front cover of Stadium, and then when you get to see them fight in the actual game, it's like holy shit! This is amazing because if you played the old Red and Blue, Charizard and Blastoise didn't look very good. Their sprites looked a bit shit. And seeing, like, honestly, you load a red and blue and look at Charizard and Blastoise, they don't look good. I got to say, when you're looking at the intro of Pokemon Stadium, it trounces almost like, I would probably say up until like Gen 5. Yeah. When it comes to the intros. Exactly. That's what it was. That's what it was insane. It, it, it didn't really take off as much. It really didn't hit the spot. Actually, I will say about this, and this is really the last thing I can probably go into. When when Pokemon Stadium came out, it actually really pushed the idea of competitive battling, and the first Pokemon World Championships were on Pokemon Stadium. And I went to those. I went to, I, I went to a UK regional um, competition. Of course you did. Of course I did. But I never actually, I messed up my application form, so I never got to compete, and I was really upset. But my oh, mate did. Um, my mate um, was in it, but it was where you could actually go and pick up Mew for the first time for Red and Blue. Um, but I actually ended up meeting the winner on that day. We just ended up bumping into each other, and then we became friends and followed him for the whole day, and he won. And that's when I finally learned how Pokemon was. But to see you know competitive battles and everybody could see it on the TV. You know, imagine if you're playing competitive World Pokemon play, and it was just everyone looking on a Game Boy. It wasn't the same. But now audiences can watch Pokemon battles on a TV. I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. You know, I never actually knew about the Pokemon Stadium being roughly the very first competitive uh, scene. Yeah, I've always seen it as uh, Pokemon Generation 4. Well, that's so, kind of awesome to see that. Yeah, no, Generation 4 was, was big, but the stadium, like as far as I know, as well, I was there. Pokemon Stadium was where it, it, be, it became and they started doing big promotions and they did world champions because I actually did face um, the world champion. He was English. Oh. I faced him a year later. Um, I actually got, he was doing like a tour around England and I got to fight him, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Stadium was where it was did at. You know? that, no, no, no. Ah. I look back and that's where I because I realized I knew nothing of how the game worked, about the mechanics of special attack defense. And it wasn't until after that battle and the Pokemon Stadium Championships, I was like, okay, I don't, me and my best mate Tom, we realized, but we don't know actually how this game works. We I gotta pick- say, 
coming from a uh, like my background is actually you know weirdly enough Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I, I I know the core mechanics of Yu-Gi-Oh and you know tax that you know it's easy for me to understand the the combinations the combos of Yu-Gi-Oh. And then when I when when I transferred to Pokemon content, uh, I looked like a fool when I was doing my very first uh, live stream of Pokemon Showdown. I was terrible. I lost everybody. Yeah, so, it, it's so much different thinking. Uh, it is. It is. It's so much different thinking and. That was when me and my mate Tom figured out, okay, this is how we need to play the game properly. So when Pokemon Stadium 2 came out, our battles were a lot better because we knew how the game worked. We knew how things need to work, how you use the mechanics. So Pokemon Stadium was kind of like dipping our toe into finally learning how the game worked. And it wasn't until Stadium 2 that we kind of perfected it. So, for example, we both had Zapdos in our team because we realized how good Zapdos was as a Pokemon. Um, like I had a side, I had an Ente, I had a Sizor or Sizzle, however you want to pronounce it, but we both learned how the game worked, like how good Chansey was, how good Snorlax was, things like that. It's interesting how just something as, as, uh, like I say, and I keep saying this, how simplistic a game like this has transformed Pokemon into, well, what it is now. Well, 100%, because if you look at Pokemon Stadium, someone will go, okay, that, yeah, that's like Sword and Shield. That's what, that's what Game Freak and Nintendo probably always wanted, envisaged how Pokemon was going to look like Pokemon Stadium. And all we ever wanted as fans was to have a handheld Pokemon Stadium. And we didn't get that, I'd say, until Generation 6, until yeah. X and Y. We didn't get it like that. I definitely see that. You're right. Because we had, it was the the handheld systems didn't have the capability. And then as soon as we got X and Y, it was kind of like, we've got Pokemon Stadium in our hands now. This is amazing. This is what we've always wanted. But whether we'll see it again, whether we'll oh, see well. Pokemon Stadium, <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe Pokemon Scarlet, like I said, it's going to be the new stadium based off of what I was looking at. You know what? If when if that game, when that game comes out, which I'm surprised it's coming out this year, I was like, holy yeah. shit. I was like, wow. And I love how everyone bags on Game Freak. I was like, they're giving you two world-class Pokemon games, one at the beginning of the year, one at the end of the year. Stop your fucking moaning. Stop <laughs> your moaning. But, you know, I'd love to say I'd fight people, you know, I'd beat you up. I was like, would you now? I'm six foot three and weigh 100 kilos. Let's try that then, Sunshine. Come on. 100 kilos. That, that's what, like 50 pounds in American? Yeah, I could probably make you. <laughs> <laughs> shut I'm sorry, up i'm sorry, I'm sorry. forgive me right i'm gonna send my, my daughter terrible i'm gonna send baby hiccups to come get you i'm gonna <laughs> she's gonna land in america and go where is he where is cc where's the cc where's that cc yeah that's that's what my daughter's like she's, she's brutal she's she's a killer <laughs> you can like, talk about your daughter is that her voice yeah yeah she, she came out like that coming from um, your lines it makes sense yeah, it is. I, my poor wife, who doesn't listen to this show, so I can say exactly what I want. Yeah, she was like, poor poor woman's dying. It's like you've given birth to a cave monster. <laughs> okay, someone has to clip that so they can show it to his wife. Oh, someone will. I know people who listen to this who will do that. Maybe her sister. Damn it. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'm usually in trouble for something. I think I'll be on holiday when this... Yeah, I'll be on holiday when this comes out, so I'll be dead. So it's fine. So you might not hear this. Might this might be the last show? I might not come no, back no. for the next. Go back, episode. go back. So editor, clip that out. Yeah, clip that out. And <laughs> so really, yeah. If 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 Pokemon, I suppose to end on this, if 
if Ruby, sorry, Ruby, what am I on? If Scarlet and mm. um, Violet have a Pokemon Stadium-esque feature, mm-hmm. like yeah. cups and stuff like that, That'd I be would great. be very happy. I'd be inc- over the moon, but I suppose only time's going to tell, isn't it? We've only just had the first trailer. And if you had to rate this, if you had to give this a rating out of 10, what would you give it? Pokemon Stadium. I would say there's just... The problem with Pokemon Stadium is the fact that there's not that much in it. I mean, you can <laughs> someone like you can spend hours yes. doing the same thing over and over again. But that's the thing. You got to do the same thing over and over and over again. But it's such a good game to just come back to after a couple of years. Yeah. Like the nostalgia is just overwhelming. I got to say, uh, if I would rated it today's standards, probably a six. Just because it's just not much there. I, I would require more than just that. Yeah. Which is why everyone's like, you know, hey, where's the after game? Where's the after game? Correct. Uh, but if I rated it today, I would rate it 8.5 just because it's just that fun to go back to. Yeah, do you know what? I, I will agree with your scores, but I will flip it in some way. I'll oh. say if I was using rental Pokemon only, I'd give it a six because the okay. game is so much different. and it, You wouldn't have as much... A fun, although you could see is the challenge. But if you're using your own Pokemon, eight point five nine. Yeah, I no, eight, wow. I'd say nine because for me it was like it, op- it was a kid. It opened my eyes. It was like <laughs> holy shit, this is incredible. So that's why, yeah, six with rental, nine with my own Pokemon. And then, what in your opinion is the the best part of this game? And, and you know, excluding the the rental part, of course, because you you didn't even use that function anyway. No, I think for me, I. Fighting the fighting Mewtwo was the way they did it. The way mm-hmm. it was staged was so cool. Like a six on one battle against Mewtwo. And then especially the second time around, because the AI was even harder. I love that. And eventually I was like, right, you want to bring your Mewtwo? I'll bring mine, dickhead. <laughs> and that's why I love the idea of fighting Mewtwo, fighting like the super boss. I love that. And then what was the worst part of this game? Um... Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> Fisher, specifically that one guy. No, I think um, for me, I don't know. I really genuinely can't think. I pretty, If you get a look at everything, it's going to be the mini games out of everything because for me, battling was battling. But yeah, it'd have to be the mini games out if you're going to give me anything. Really? So well, you, no, you actually, are... no, no, actually, no. So I'll change that. The rental system, because the rental system was so flawed. Bro, I feel like you and I are just so flipped. I I love like I, I was about to say my favorite part was the mini games. I would have loved a, a, a Pokemon Mario party of of like if it was just dedicated to mini games. Yeah, but I think that if you want to play better mini games, just play Mario Kart Party. That was my always thing. There are much more dangerous mini games for your hand. <laughs> oh um, no, fair enough, fair enough. Which one day we'll be covering Mario Party. Oh geez, that's gonna be that's gonna haunt me that episode. That's gonna upset me. Another couple of weeks for you guys to wait. Oh, that, that is coming. I don't know. Well, so, and no one's bagsy did yet. Jared's probably hearing this going, dibs, dibs, dibs. But we will probably be doing that at some point. But yeah, that's I, I've covered everything I want to cover. Is there anything else you want to go through? No, I just, I think we definitely tackled this thing. We buried it. We turned it to dust. Lots of Pokemon there. Yeah, definitely. All right, then, my friend CC, thank you very much for coming on. Hopefully, Thank we'll you, have- HD. <laughs> hopefully we'll have you on again soon of course man i'd love to
All right. Cheers, mate. Take care. And that was Pokemon Stadium. Thank you very much to Christian Pokemon Champion. Really appreciate his time. He's coming on again in a few weeks' time. We're going to have him do some more PlayStation more PlayStation stuff. He's not even done a PlayStation game. He will be doing a PlayStation 2 game of his choice. And there's a comical story to that already, which I will let you know at the time because I balls it up completely. But that's what I do on this show. Again, thank you, CPC. And thank you all to listening. Normal service is resuming next week. And until then, my name is Danny, and I'll see you all then. You take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.